Life Audio. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to express a quick thank you to a listener named Carol. Carol alerted me to something this week that I was surprised by, and I want to make you aware of it as well. In early 2023, we were invited to join the Life Audio Podcasting Network, which is run by the same group that oversees online ministries like Christianity.com. It's a blessing to be connected to them because of the additional reach our shows receive as I teach the scriptures and point people to Jesus. I'm really grateful for it. Ad revenue is what helps fund the network. Some of those ads are done in-house. Others are dynamically inserted into various shows. And Life Audio, they work to screen which ads are allowed and which ads aren't. And Carol alerted me that there was an ad that was showing up on my shows that definitely doesn't fit with the teaching of God's Word, nor does it align with anything I would personally support. So I immediately alerted our network, and they discovered that a company had subversively snuck their ads into the ad pool that was feeding several Christian podcasts, and our show was one of the ones that was affected. And I know of at least one other show on the Life Audio Network that was impacted as well. So today, I wanted to express my sincere thanks to a listener named Carol for taking the time to to make sure that I was aware of this issue, the company that did this has been banned from advertising on the Life Audio Network. But if you ever hear something like this ever happen again, because it certainly could, I hope it doesn't, but it certainly could, please don't hesitate to email me. I check my email daily. My email address is listed in the show notes, so feel free to email me if you ever notice something like this ever again. I'd be very grateful to know it, and it's not something that showed up on my end, so if Carol hadn't alerted me, I don't think I would have even heard this. With all that said, thank you so much for listening. I'm super grateful for having an active community of listeners who listen each day to my various shows. Just super grateful for you all. And with that said, let's hear from today's sponsors and then jump right into our show. It goes without saying, but the Bible has changed so many lives. Take a second to think about what life would be like if you didn't have access to a Bible or if you weren't even allowed to own one. And that's a reality that many are facing. That's why I want to tell you about one of our partners, Crew. Crew has missionaries in almost every country, and they are seeing people come to know Jesus. There's just one thing they're missing, a Bible in their own language. For only $24 a month, you can provide three people with Bibles each and every month. When you sign up to provide three Bibles with a monthly gift of $24, Crew will also provide meals to 12 hungry individuals through their humanitarian aid ministry. Plus, you'll receive a free copy of my book, Walking in Wisdom. Simply text WISDOM to 71326 to help today. That's W-I-S-D-O-M, or visit give.crew.org slash wisdom. Again, that's give.cru.org slash wisdom. Message and data rates may apply. Available to U.S. addresses only. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. 
You're listening to the Chapter a Day Audio Bible. I'm John Stonge, and today we're in Jeremiah chapter 26. And we'll be reading from the Contemporary English Version. Soon after Jehoiakim became king of Judah, the Lord said, Jeremiah, I have a message for everyone who comes from the towns of Judah to worship in my temple. Go to the temple courtyard and speak every word that I tell you. Maybe the people will listen this time. And if they stop doing wrong, I will change my mind and not punish them for their sins. Tell them that I have said, You have refused to listen to me and to obey my laws and teachings. Again and again I have sent my servants, the prophets, to preach to you, but you ignored them as well. Now I am warning you that if you don't start obeying me right away, I will destroy this temple just as I destroyed the town of Shiloh. Then everyone on earth will use the name Jerusalem as a curse word. The prophets, the priests, and everyone else in the temple heard what I said. And as soon as I finished, they all crowded around me and started shouting, Why did you preach that the Lord will destroy this temple, just as he destroyed Shiloh? Why did you say that Jerusalem will be empty and lie in ruins? You ought to be put to death for saying such things in the Lord's name. Then they had me arrested. The royal officers heard what had happened, and they came from the palace to the new gate of the temple to be the judges at my trial. While they listened, the priests and the prophets said to the crowd, All of you have heard Jeremiah prophesy that Jerusalem will be destroyed. He deserves the death penalty. Then I told the judges and everyone else, The Lord himself sent me to tell you about the terrible things he will do to you, to Jerusalem, and to the temple. But if you change your ways and start obeying the Lord, he will change his mind. You must decide what to do with me. Just do whatever you think is right. But if you put me to death, you and everyone else in Jerusalem will be guilty of murdering an innocent man, because everything I preached came from the Lord. The judges and the other people told the priests and prophets, Since Jeremiah only told us what the Lord our God had said, we don't think he deserves to die. Then some of the leaders from other towns stepped forward. They told the crowd that years ago when Hezekiah was king of Judah, a prophet named Micah from the town of Moresheth had said, I, the Lord All-Powerful, say, Jerusalem will be plowed under and left in ruins. Thorns will cover the mountain where the temple now stands. Then the leaders continued, No one put Micah to death for saying that. Instead, King Hezekiah prayed to the Lord with fear and trembling and asked him to have mercy. Then the Lord decided not to destroy Jerusalem, even though he had already said he would. People of Judah, if Jeremiah is killed, we will bring a terrible disaster on ourselves. After these leaders finished speaking, an important man named Ahakam, son of Shaphan, spoke up for me as well. And so, I wasn't handed over to the crowd to be killed. While Jehoiakim was still king of Judah, a man named Uriah, son of Shemaiah, left his hometown of Kiriath-Jerim and came to Jerusalem. 
Uriah was one of the Lord's prophets, and he was saying the same things about Judah and Jerusalem that I had been saying. And when Jehoiakim and his officials and military officers heard what Uriah said, they tried to arrest him, but he escaped to Egypt. So Jehoiakim sent Elnathan, son of Akbor, and some other men after Uriah, and they brought him back. Then Jehoiakim had Uriah killed and his body dumped in a common burial pit. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word, and we thank you for the privilege to be able to read it and look at it. And Lord, as Jeremiah was speaking the truth to your people, we can see that they were in an uproar about what he was saying. And he was arrested, and he was put on trial. We see the same type of thing play out in the life of your son, Jesus Christ, who spoke the truth, but was arrested anyway, and in his case was executed. Lord, we recognize that truth is something that often offends us. We don't always want to hear the truth when it's not what we wanted to hear in the first place, or when it pertains about something that we don't really want to change, or we don't really want to repent of. But Lord, repentance is something you've called us unto. Repentance is something that you desire that we practice. Lord, you invited your people in this passage of Scripture to repent, and you invite us to do the same thing. So Lord, help us please not to hold on to our sin, but to give it over to you and to live a new life free from sin through faith in your Son, Jesus Christ, empowered by the grace that you've granted to us. Lord, we're grateful for your love and we're grateful for your mercy. And we pray, Lord, that we would put you first in all areas of our lives. We thank you for all of these things and we thank you for these reminders from your word today. And we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Are you concerned about tensions in the Middle East? Do you wonder where we're currently at in the biblical timeline? Are we really in the last days? Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Carl Muller with the Inside the Epicenter podcast. Every week, my co-host, best-selling author Joel Rosenberg, and I answer those questions and more. You'll hear inside knowledge of our meetings with leaders at the highest levels of government in the U.S., Israel, and the Middle East, equipping you to filter the news with biblically sound insights. Find Inside the Epicenter on your favorite podcast app or go to joshuafun.com to listen and subscribe.